That's the mesmerist again. This is Mark here. Generation Oblivious. I am flying solo. <clears throat> so, it's going to be a weird one. You know, uh, nobody here to bounce things off of. And hopefully, maybe I can make myself laugh. Maybe, hopefully, you listen and you'll laugh too, you know? Uh, that's what it is. Um, I was supposed to uh, record with um, Tom Mesmicardo from The Mesmerist, uh, but he got sick. And then Cameron, uh, I gave him the week off, and he had plans. So I hit up Lewis at... Um, the hidden pixel and he was like uh i need a podcast bro and so here we are just um gonna give it to you uh not much in the world going on nothing new really I had a couple things I was thinking about. Here was an interesting story. So the first nudist restaurant in Paris forced to shut down after one year due to too few customers. No shit. I mean, I know France thinks they they think they're out there and above everybody else they're too hip too cool for school what the fuck am I talking about anyway uh <laughs> yeah nobody should want to eat nude um it's just a bad deal uh it reminds me of a time in my youth when i was um very young and very horny, uh, I was given the opportunity to watch just pornography all day, and it was so exciting, it was just such an idea of just unabashed pornography all day, and, and mind you, I wasn't jacking off at the time, I wasn't doing anything, um, but just watching it, it was such a, it was an experience, it, something boiled inside of me, and I was like, yes, yes, watching these people just do it, and <laughs> I was just so young and so horny, and then it got so weird, and, but I was just watching this porn, and then I started eating, and I got nauseous, and I was like, how could, food is awesome. You know, I got some fast food. It was Sonic, probably. Like a double bacon cheeseburger. I got a double bacon cheeseburger and some cheese fries. <laughs> and like a slush. And I'm sitting there just watching this pornography. And I'm eating and it's just... I just become... Just sick. I was just like, ugh. And the porn wasn't good and the food wasn't good and nothing was good. It was horrible. 
it was the worst. And I just, I got, I was so let down. It should have been the first time I was like, it just, that was a, one of the first big letdowns of my life. It was when I was like, you cannot, you cannot mix food and sex. You know, there's, there's whipped creams, you know, whipped cream, chocolate, um, you know, peppermint candies, ranch dressing if you're fat, but nothing that, that, but there's no, like, <laughs> you shouldn't have like a, a, a carvery dinner, you know, with a roast and mashed potatoes and carrots. All right. So the big restaurant, the, the nudist restaurant from Paris is shut down. That's too bad. There was a local lady who put her kid in a freezer and just kind of left it. It's not really, it's not really a good story for Oblivious. She's not, she's just a horrible person. The guy on the news was just, he had long hair and he was horrible. So there's a few more headlines. Here we go. Tennessee judge goes on tirade about crime among black men being more effective than KKK. Clarksville, Tennessee. Hold on. Black men are, in Clarksville, Tennessee, black men are more dangerous to other men than white Ku Klux Klan members ever were. Montgomery County Judge Wayne Shelton told a man accused of murder this week. Shelton presiding over the preliminary hearing of Vincent Bryan Merriweather on Thursday. Said he's sick and disheartened by what he sees as a lack of respect for human life, especially among black men willing to shoot one another for little or no reason. I grew up in a time where people wore white robes and they shot at black people, Shelton said. And now we see young black men wearing black hoodies shooting at black men and doing much more effective job than the clue, than the Klan ever thought about doing. Although Shelton had been saying that the Black Lives Matter for years, he laminated he lamented Thursday that no one is listening and I'm sick of it. Witness testified Thursday that Merriweather and two other men were exchanging gunfire between their car, another before and Torius Galleon was fatally shot in the head on November 19th. According to Galleon's brother, statements made to police, the altercation began at a middle school basketball game when two of the men's feet brushed in the stands that led to a stare down and argument. Shelton has given similar lectures in previous cases comparing criminal crime among young black men to KKK violence. After two teenage brothers were accused of gunning down a young Clarksville man following a high school graduation party in May 2015, Shelton had stern words. What a horrible tragedy this is, Shelton said at the hearing in June 2015, Black Lives Matter. One of the suspects had just graduated high school and had a future ahead of him as did the other two men. That life, ma that life mattered, Shelton said, and his family sobbed. The black lives mattered to them, and it matters to me. 
Shelton said he was upset at the shooting and may have simply stemmed from a reaction of perceived disrespect. In years past, the Ku Klux Klan had killed black people who they thought were disrespectful, he added. So that is that. And it all goes back to perception, man. Like, perception is a motherfucker. Like, perception... It's such a bitch. And we... Nobody ever really takes the time to step out of the moment that they're in. Like, it, when you go into a store, you know, and there's two people at the, at the counter and you're the third person in line and they're arguing and fighting and you're like, this place is out of control, there needs to be more people here, why is nobody helping me? But if you would have, so that's your perception in the moment, but if you would have walked into that store an hour earlier, fuck, 30 minutes earlier, 10 minutes earlier, you would have walked right up to the counter, the dude would have been happy, he would have said, hey, how's it going? You know, what can I do for you? And you would have got everything that you needed, and you would have been in, out, and on your way. You know? So, maybe you should kind of look inward and kind of see, maybe you should change your life. You know? Like, not look at not not blame the, the, the dude at the counter arguing with the old lady. Maybe blame the old lady that's arguing with the dude, man. Like, it's not everybody's... It's not the job of the cashier to make everybody happy. Does that make sense? I'm just rambling. This is hard. <laughs> Alright, so we got a story from New York, up in Yonkers. Oh, not New York. <laughs> January 9th, an Ohio man who's, oh, sorry, an Ohio man who's a birthday short of being an octogenarian, That's 80 years old. So. Good for you using your big words, you jackass. <clears throat> so a 79-year-old man called the suburban Cleveland police to complain he'd been robbed by two prostitutes who didn't give him his money's worth, according to documents unearthed by the smoking gun. William Batt, 79, called cops on January 3rd, claiming he'd been robbed of $500 by two black women he'd met through friends. Police claimed that the man knew the heavyset woman as Kesha, but did not know the other person's name. The alleged perps had reportedly fled the premises two minutes before police having taken all the money from his wallet, according to Batts. After canvassing the area and speaking with bats, more responding officers concluded no crime had been committed against him. 
Bat solicited the females to perform sexual services. According to the police report, females did perform some services and Bats was not satisfied with the sexual services and he wanted to report this incident as a robbery. Man, you can't do that. You gotta call the pimp. You gotta call the pimp daddy. And say you gotta get the girls on the streets. I wonder what acts he 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 asked for and what they what they did and what was bad about it. I mean not to get crass, but let's look in the in the ways of a legal contract. So you engage in prostitution, that's fine. Everybody needs to eat. Everybody needs to make their way in this world. And some men have a hard time with the ladies, so they might just want to go just get that, that nut off. You know, because sometimes it's just, sometimes you just got to get the horny out. You know, it's, it's, it's bad. If it sets in you, it's bad. It's real bad. It's like a disease up in you. That horniness. You know, uh, Joe Rogan said it was like being on a bus. And it's your bus. You're driving the bus, but you're in the far back when you're horny. And you're in the far, far back. And you're seeing what's going on, but you're just not making It's just not connected. And you're just like, I don't care. I gotta go get it. I gotta go get it. That was... I brought that up a, a couple podcasts ago. Um... Her last podcast about I know a guy who knowingly got uh, knowingly got VD because he was horny and he was at a party and he knew this girl had VD she had chlamydia and he was horny and just being in the throes of passion and the throes of horniness that, that is a horny monster there's a show on Netflix called Big Mouths Big Mouths is about is a cartoon about kids reaching the age of puberty and there is a horny monster in them and that is the truth. This horny monster comes out and just it just wrecks your world. You just sit there and you're thinking and you just all you want to do is just get it out of you. Just whatever you can do, just get it out of you. It's it's horrible. And it leads to horrible decisions. So, when people say that they don't support things like the Fleshlight, I am an avid supporter of the Fleshlight. You, sometimes you just have to get it out of you and get a clear thought in your mind, and you just can, you're like, I cannot think straight. I just have to get this demon seed out of me. Because you're all horned up, you don't know what to do, and all you can think about is a girl with the round booty in your face. You know, so this grandpa, it's his birthday. It's his birthday. He wants to celebrate. He's eight, he's going to be 79. He wants to, he's almost 80 years old. He's living his life. And maybe he wants to have two girls suck on his ding-dong, you know? And he had specific instructions. So he's sitting there, and he's telling them what to do, and they're not doing it right. <laughs> but you can't return a blowjob, grandpa. You can't return a blowjob. You can't do it. So you're getting all horned up. 
wonder how many decisions have been made over the years that would have been different if if there would just been there would have been some sex had and some orgasms achieved right before things have been done. I think a lot of things in life and a lot of bad things probably not not huge things, you know, like assassination of Kennedy, you know. I don't think hop like those guys could have masturbated that out. But, you know, you shouldn't go to the grocery store hungry and you shouldn't you shouldn't go to a prostitute horny. Well, you should go to the prostitute horny. You shouldn't go to the sex shop horny. Because that's when you start buying weird stuff. That's when you can convince your inner person that, hey, you know, I've never thought about fist my own butthole, but today, today's the day that I'm horny enough that, that you could talk me into fisting my own butthole. You gotta watch out for that horny. I'm sure there was a part in there where I don't even know. I had a point, but I forgot it. Man, I've got no notes. I've got nothing. I'm sitting here with my cell phone, my microphone's hooked up to my laptop. I've got a bottle of water and I've got a Coke Zero. And that's all I've got. Um, it's late. I've been at work. Uh, I haven't been playing any video games lately. Uh, got promoted job. It is what it is. So let's go there. All right, we had a good, good rant about going off on horny horniness. Let's take a gander. At this power energy drink pulled off shelves after Ugandan man gets six hour erection. Well, that should not be pulled off the shelf. That should be put to the front of the store. Order cases of that and send it to the house. A libation meant to restore someone's pluck. <laughs> I feel like I want to read this as a southern gentleman. A libation meant to restore someone's pluck launched a man's libido into erectile orbit. Independent tests discovered that the drink boasts the tagline, The Taste of Africa, also was loaded with solidophil, citri fuck, I don't know, known as the central ingredient in the production of Pfizer's Viagra. The blue pill for people stricken with erectile dysfunction. The bottle is purple and it says natural power. Get your natural power. The drink's production is Lazuka Zambi based from called called Ravine Zambi. Confirmed that production of the energy beverage that has been produced since last year halted on Tuesday. And that it had simultaneously launched an investigation into the erection claims. We have allowed the government 
or any of its agencies to conduct their own investigation as well but as far as we know the drink does not contain any drug Vicus Kappa a company general manager told the outlet you was a lying motherfucker how's he gonna sit there your honor I do declare how does a man take down an energy drink and has an erection that he cannot do with hitherto forth what shall he do with it I did not want this erection your honor I'm gonna sue this is this is Africa I'm gonna sue for this erection somebody's got to deal with this erection Lord yes after downing a bottle of SX energy natural power drink a Ugandan man claimed he suffered a bout of sweats heartbeat abnormalities and a six-hour erection Woo, Lord I cannot get this erection dealt with. Lord, I've dealt with this erection for six hours. Six hours, this master just stands standing tall, and I'm just a beating on it, and I'm a beating on it, and I can't get it gotten done with. Get a go away, go away erection, go away erection, and it won't go away. I gotta call the man. I gotta call the man. I drink liquid Viagra. I'm gonna I'm gonna sue the the continent of Africa, Zimbabwe, motherfucker, Black Panther my ass. Get out here. God damn it. Oh Lord <laughs> Beyond the Cytophel Cetrate in the drink, the Pharmaceutical Society of Zambia found it also contained natural extracts of ginger and tonka Ali and testosterone booster as its main ingredient. Ooh. On December 28th, the official letter circulating online, the New Zealand Herald, Uganda National Drug Authority confirmed that testing was conducted on a supermarket sold sample of Mega Standard in October and the results proved the discovery of the drinks kicked below the belt. The result obtained indicated that the product was adulterated with Oh, it was, it was, it had a uh, buyer in it. Man, what a drink. You, you stumble on. And ha I mean, nobody wants the shakes. Like, I don't want the shakes. I don't want to sit there and get all, yeah, wigged out. But if you got a drink, and that drink gave you like a just a stern erection, what's the downside? I would be buying more of these drinks. Who's complaining? I don't see anybody complaining. I I I just don't. Where's it at? What are you doing? How, how do you, what, what is going on? Oh, I'm sorry that, that this energy drink gave you a stern boner that you could fucking chip rocks with. Maybe this leads to this other story of how a man fucks a goat. If I was a lawyer, that would be my defense. Because there's another story in Africa... 
and I'm no, I don't know the the geography of Africa. I don't know how close in proximity these two places are. But a man busted raping a goat, and he said it's cool. I got the goat's consent. I don't think so. A Malawian man accused this week of raping a goat tried to justify his act by allegedly telling police he obtained consent from the animal. The goat said he could do it. A police spokesperson for the city of Woo. I don't know. Nope. Not going to do that. The owner of the goats thought that somebody was stealing the goat and he alerted the people. And when the people arrived to the scene, they were shocked to find him having sexual intercourse with the goat. After police apprehended Cambani, Cambani, he was charged with bestiality. Cambani allegedly said that he sought permission from the goat before attempting to engage in sex with it. What are you, Dr. Doolittle? Hey, goat, can I fuck you? Okay. I mean... I don't know. That's weird. But now this guy has a defense. Maybe he got some of that Zambini, Zambini energy drink, and he's sitting there with his... He's like, I had an erection for six hours. I've humped everything. I've poked holes in wood. I've cored apples. I've cored pineapples. <laughs> I've tapped coconuts. I've tapped the main vein. I've done everything that I could do. And now I'm sitting here, and now I gotta fuck a goat. And the goat said you could do it. In the wake of the two, <laughs> uh, liberals and feminists have moved to redefine social conventions about the notion of consent, citing power and imbalance. What the fuck are you talking about? Anyway. This guy was giving it to the goat. And if I was his lawyer, if I was his southern Louisiana lawyer, Your Honor, I do declare, when my defendant, Cambese, he drank some Zambini energy drink, and it was less with the Viagra substance, and he had an erection, and his erection was not, could not be subsided. He took to the animals, and we all know that the goat, the goat, his penis is close to the size of a man's penis. So we can have sexual relation with a goat, and it would, in turn, not hurt the animal. So my client was merely just appalled and he was dealing with this this travesty that was besieged upon him. Now I put you at the mercy of the court, your honor. Can you see a man with an erection for six hours just trying to get the devil out of him? Trying to get that hoodoo out of him. Ooh, will you come out? And he has got his wanger tanger 
And it is hard for a poking. And he just runs up and starts a stabbing. But he didn't molest the goat, Your Honor. He asked for consent. And the goat said yes. It's a, it's a, it's a solid case. It's locked. It's airtight. You can't make it better than that. It is an airtight case. That is an airtight defense. But you know what? That judge is going to look and say, Councilman, I hear what you're saying. And your client has been a bad boy. <laughs> you crazy fucks. Oh, uh, is anybody out there still listening? I don't think so. This might be the lowest rated episode Generation Oblivious history. Alright, well that's all I've got for you folks. Um, it's been a, it's been a quiet week, a weird week, the NFL's going on, you know, so, uh, hope your team does well, I don't fucking know, Jesus Christ, Lewis, I did this for you, sir, I hope you laughed, I know you laughed, I know I fucking made you laugh, dude, <laughs> I know, I know you're laughing. Um, so that it made it worth it for me. Um, so Lewis, when you hear this, text me and say that I got your message in the podcast. Um, I feel like I should say like a tweet tweet or something. <laughs> uh, Lewis, I've known Lewis for years. Uh, me and Lewis go way back. People are often shocked that me and Lewis are still friends. But there are some people, some people enter your life and they stick around, man. And there's no reason that they do, but they do. And that's, you know, that's, that's destiny, you know. You got, so maybe me and Lewis and this hidden, pi- the, the hidden pixel, I'm going to take off. going to have some business meetings. All right, folks, I'm out.